don't know what method to use, well, you're in luck because I'm gonna give you a quick breakdown of each of the different methods that I use when I work with families. And I always like to tell families there is no one right method. All of the methods are evidence-based. They all work. It's just a matter of what you feel most comfortable with and what you're gonna be able to be consistent with and stick it out with. And I would be remiss if I also did not say Sleep coaching is so much more than just slapping on a method and hoping for good luck, all right? We want to make sure that we have all of the puzzle pieces in place before we start using our sleep coaching method. And of course, you know, if you need more personalized help, if you need support and accountability, I'm your girl. When it comes to sleep coaching methods, there is kind of a continuum, all right? So over here on this side, we have more of our gradual, slower paced methods. Over here on this side, we have our more direct and quicker methods. And again, there is no one right answer. It depends on what you're comfortable with and also what your child responds to best. But I wanna make it clear, there is no method that is going to be truly tear free. Okay, and if crying freaks you out, I highly recommend that you watch my crying video where we talk about crying, we reframe our thoughts around crying. That will be really helpful moving forward. But honestly, I think this idea that sleep training can be tear-free and no cry sleep training, that is a marketing ploy, okay? Because your child is going to have big feelings about the changes that we're making. Of course they're gonna have feelings about it. And crying is often how they express those feelings. So we're not trying to stifle feelings. We're not trying to stifle emotions. We're gonna let the emotions happen. And depending on what method we go with, we're going to respond accordingly, okay? So sleep coaching, sleep training is not about just leaving your child to their own devices, not caring how they feel, not caring about their emotions, but it's about coming up with an approach that you feel comfortable with for responding to their emotions. All right, so let's start over on this end of the continuum. And the first method that I wanna talk you through is known as crib side soothing. You may also have heard it um, called pick up, put down. Those are a couple different names for it. Essentially with this method, you are staying in the room right by the crib or the bassinet or the pack and play, whatever it is that your child is safely sleeping in. You're gonna stay right by them as they fall asleep and as they protest falling asleep on their own. So if they're used to being in your arms or they're used to laying next to you in bed, obviously setting them alone in their sleep space while they're fully awake, that's gonna be very different for them. And so you are there to provide soothing, to provide comfort. So typically what we recommend is you spend a couple minutes offering crib side soothing, okay? So standing next to the crib, you maybe you're rubbing, maybe you're patting, soothing words, shushing, if you need to, you go ahead, you pick them up, you settle them in your arms, not to sleep, we still want them fully awake, but then you place them back down again and you start over. So you just are doing that on repeat until they fall asleep. This method can be really, really good, especially for younger babies, um, particularly for six months and under, I find that it, it can be a really great method. Sometimes once babies get past that six month age, it becomes a little too stimulating with all the up and down and back and forth. Um, so just something to keep in mind, if you try it with an older baby and you're struggling, that could be why this method is more gradual, so it's going to take a little bit longer, but as long as you go into it understanding that this method will take longer, that's no problem. 
The next method is the chair method. And this is kind of the next step over on the continuum, okay? We're still starting off in the room, but we are working our way out and working our way further and further from the crib each night. So you may be right next to the crib, maybe continuously holding your child's hand as they are in their crib, falling asleep, maybe you're continuously patting them. And then the next night you're by the crib, but you're not continuously doing touching. You're doing intermittent touching, but not continuous. And then the next night, you're about halfway between the crib and the door. And then the next night, you're about three quarters of the way. And then the next night, you're finally out of the room. So you're kind of working your way slowly out of the room. Um, you can do pickups with the chair method, but we don't want to do a ton of pickups, not as many as you would do with the crib side soothing. Um, and I recommend that whatever your spot is for the night, that you try to stay in that spot um, you know, 50% or more of the time. So if you're often at the crib picking them up rather than in your spot and you're at the crib more than 50% of the time, then you're not really getting that uh, movement away from the crib, okay? So we're still very present, very much there. Your child knows you're right there in the room, but you are working your way less and less and less help from you. I find that this method is great for kind of the flip side of six months plus. And this is honestly a method I use all the way up to big kids in beds. Um, this is a great method, especially if your child is used to either always being in your arms or on you or laying next to you to fall asleep. This can be a really good in between because you are still right there all the time. But you are offering less and less help. This one is also a more gradual method and you can take it as slow as you want. If you wanna spend a couple nights on each stage, that's okay. Um, just know that the more that you spread it out, the longer it will take. The next option on the continuum are some form of checks. So you've probably heard of this as quick checks or controlled crying or Ferber. These are all similar names for similar similar methods, okay? Basically where you're putting your child down awake, you are leaving the room, leaving their sleep area, but then coming back in to check and offer soothing. So in and out, you're offering reassurance at different spaced intervals. Honestly, how much you space out the intervals does not matter, okay? You'll see different charts and different recommendations depending on where you look. I find I use a whole range of different chunks of time for these intervals. I find it does not matter. What matters is the consistency that each time you go in and reassure, you are not doing the hard work for them of putting them to sleep. So every time you leave, they're still awake. That is the most important piece. And also I would say, you know, you do wanna make sure that there's sometime you're waiting before you're going in. We don't wanna be going in every minute um, or so, especially with those little young ones because that's just really, really stimulating. So don't be afraid to spread them out, but also don't get hung up in the details of how long exactly should I wait, okay? And the big thing with these checks is if your child is in there and has settled down or they're only fussing or whining, you're not gonna go in. If they're just pretty chill and they're not distressed and crying, we don't need to go in. We can continue to give them space because they're just fine being alone in there. And when you do the checks, the goal of your check is not to linger too long. It's not to um, get them all the way settled down. You can touch, you can pick them up, you can soothe them, but we're not doing any of those things with the goal of getting them 100% calm. 
Instead, our goal with the check is letting them know, I'm here, you're okay, I'll be back, it's time to sleep. So it's more of a gentle reassurance rather than you must calm down right now before I leave, okay? That's not our goal. And I honestly love using this method for any age, four to six months plus. This is a great method to use, especially if you prefer something that does move along a little quicker. I find that using checks goes a little quicker, a little smoother sometimes. And the last method on this continuum is extinction. You've probably also heard it called cry it out. All right, this is when you're setting everything up during the day for them, just like with the other methods, but then come bedtime, you go through your routine, you lay them down awake and you leave. And you only go back in if you, know, you worry that something is wrong or a dirty diaper or it's time for a scheduled feed or something like that. Otherwise, you're just watching them on the monitor from your living room, okay? So this is, again, another evidence-based method. I know that it is not for every family, and I'll be honest and say, I could probably count on one hand how many times I've used it with the families I work with, because the families that come to me for support don't want to use that, and that's okay. It's an option, doesn't mean you have to use it. I'll also tell you that personally with both of my boys who are now six and eight years old, I use this method. So I have nothing against it. Again, it is evidence-based, but it's not the method for every family and that's okay. This will be the method that is the most direct, that is going to be the quickest option just because there is no back and forth, right? It's pretty straightforward. Babies pick it up pretty quickly as long as parents are consistent with it. So there's a quick rundown of the different methods. And of course, there are gonna be other variations of these methods out there. These are kind of the four, I don't know, columns, but there is absolutely gray area in between. Please don't feel like you have to ascribe to one very specific set that so-and-so said for your instructions. I do recommend that whatever you decide to go with, you stick with that, but don't feel like it has to line up exactly with what you read in so-and-so's blog or in this book, okay? If you need more help, you guys know that's what I'm here for. And remember how at the beginning I said, this is about so much more than just slapping on a method, right? Sleep training is so much more. It's looking at the situation holistically and making sure we have everything in place to set your child up for success. Mm -hmm.